Welcome to Ideas, Ideas While High podcast, where we share creative aha idea moments from entrepreneurs who are successfully navigating the business world and give you practical steps to help bring your great idea to life. I'm your host, Mary Latrice. Let's chop it up. In episode two, we meet Tammy Pettigrew, founder of The Cannabis Cutie. Tammy is helping to remove the stigma around cannabis use and users through educational empowerment and advocacy. Tammy is passionate about cannabis education, history, and laws, a true example of when passion meets purpose. If you're considering entering the cannabis industry and ready to apply for the LLC, she recommends really thinking about the name as banks are still reluctant to do business with cannabis-related brands. As a fellow mom, she also touches on how she has integrated and educated her kids about the plant through gardening. All right, guys, today I am joined by the beautiful Tammy Pettigrew, founder of Cannabis Cutie. And her goals in the cannabis industry are to advocate, educate, and empower to help remove the taboo around cannabis use and users. Welcome to Ideas, Tammy. I am so excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Awesome. So as you know, Ideas is not just about having great ideas while you're on any type of plant medicine high, but also any type of spiritual high as well. So if you care to share any of that, that would be awesome. So I'm going to jump right in and start with what was your first, if any, experience with plant medicine? I would say my first experience with plant medicine would be just growing up with my mom. There were things that she would do that I always felt was ridiculous. But now that I'm an adult, I kind of realize, you know, that honey and lemon concoction that she would make when we had colds or chest flus was actually medicinal and ginger root tea, forcing us to drink that when we had tummy aches. That was her form of um, plant medicine. I just wasn't aware. Wow. I didn't even think of it like that. Do you have any funny or memorable plant medicine stories? Gosh, yeah. I mean, anytime that honey and lemon would come out of that, when she would bring that jar out, I would run. Me (laughs) and my brother, like, we don't want any of this nasty stuff. Um, We wanted the grape Dimatap. (laughs) (laughs) Why was that bad? Yeah. I mean, I would say that those are things and just thinking that she was crazy, but outside of that, it would be cannabis experiences. Okay. All right. So can you share your story behind the cannabis cutie? What were you doing like right before you got the idea to build out this business? Do you remember? Yeah, I was a fairly new graduate from grad school. I knew that I was going to be in cannabis. I've known this for a long time. I had just never figured out how. And this has kind of been the whole story. And then, you know, I'm having a conversation with someone, you know, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I don't know Mm -hmm. what I want to do. And he's like, well, you don't ever think you're smart enough. You don't ever think you're pretty enough. You don't ever think you're capable enough. You don't ever think you have enough information. And I was just kind of like, yeah. All of that. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't out about my cannabis use or advocacy. It was about 11 years of keeping that in the closet. So the cannabis cutie was kind of like that act of defiance of, you know what? I do use cannabis. I am smart. I am pretty. And I'm going to lead with all these things. And that's kind of where the idea spawned from. Nice. Nice. So what did you do immediately after you said, okay, this is what I'm going to do? What's the Uh, next step you took? (laughs) 
I consulted with a few good friends um, who were like, that's perfect. And then I filed an LLC like the next day for the okay. candy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So how did you come up with the name? Um, meditation. Nice. Nice. Yeah. How long have you been meditating? I started meditating in 2014. And then just kind of over the years, it got a lot more serious. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's nice. I'm just starting to pick up my little meditation practice. I'm trying out transcendental meditation, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I do TM. Really? Oh my gosh. All right. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It makes so much sense to me and I love it. So I'm glad to hear. Okay. So I know you have an MBA background and you went to school for business. What's one thing as a future business owner would you recommend? So I know you said the first thing you did was you filed your LLC. Okay. What would you say might be the next thing? That shouldn't have been my first step, honestly, because I filed an LLC for the Cannabis Cutie and could not get a bank account anywhere. Even though I wasn't touching the plant, I had the name Cannabis and no bank wanted anything to do with me or my logo. Hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of the biggest mistake, but I also started the Instagram. I got the email, just kind of just taking these little micro actions was showing the universe, like this is the direction that I want to go down. So researching topics that I wanted to talk about, finding someone to help me figure out the whole social media thing and a strategy. Those were all kind of the steps that I took so that my execution would be proper and that my vision was kind of the same all throughout. So finding talent. Nice. Nice. Okay. Did you find that you consulted the same kind of trusted individuals as you moved along? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have friends that are successful. So just kind of sitting down with them like, hey, what did you do? You know, did you use a service? How'd you figure it out? So just aligning myself with people who are also on the same path of just betting on themselves. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. So I did hear your Weed Week podcast episode where you mentioned a Bible verse. Can you spit that verse for us? Yes, gosh, Genesis one twenty nine. it talks about how the good Lord gives us dominion over all plant bearing seeds and every tree that has fruit in it. And there's no except cannabis after that. So we absolutely were given this plant as a form of nourishment for our bodies. And we've learned that it is probably the most potent herb on the planet for our healing and wellness. Nice. I'm going to quote that to my grandmother. Um, I try to explain that certain things in the Bible, like you can't cherry pick certain things in the Bible. Even when I had started, I would say my spiritual journey. And what was it? It was said that what I was doing as far as burning sage and stuff like that was witchcraft or even astrology. And I'm like, didn't the three wise men follow a star? Okay, yeah. now like come to that. <laughs> yes, all of this is in the yeah. Bible. Mm -hmm. Oh, can't really separate out the two. Okay, that's awesome. Has your vision or mission evolved since you started your business? And if so, in what way? My mission was to empower people with the proper information so that they can empower themselves. And I think that that's kind of stayed true throughout with everything that I'm doing. My whole goal is to just change the world by helping people 
understand their bodies and what, you know, teaching people how to be their own doctors. I mean, you can do what your doctor is doing. You know your body better than anyone. You give your doctor these medicines. You tell your doctor, hey, my body doesn't like this. Your doctor can't say, but it's good for you if you know what your body feels like. So we have the ability to do this on our own. It's just, we need the right information. So that I feel like it's been expanding, but it's staying on course. Okay. Now I did hear that you are growing your plants. How's that going? Are you in the beginning phases? Yeah. So this was my second attempt. I made it almost all the way to the end. I got hit by the environmental forces. I got caterpillars um, hatched on my plants, which means a butterfly laid her larva on the plant and they love, love cannabis flowers. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I was taking pictures of these butterflies sitting on my plant thinking, oh, look at nature. No. (laughs) Tearing it up. (laughs) And then I had a weekend where I went out of town. Unfortunately, the weather hit over 100 degrees in my city, which never happens. Mm -hmm. And my poor plants, they took a beating there. And then we had fires, two fires in their ashes. I mean, stuck to all the resin. And at that point, I was just like, I don't think that it's in my best interest to smoke all this caterpillar poop in these ashes. So <laughs> oh, I have to say my goodbyes. It hurt. Yeah. Now, are you are you sticking straight to flowers or are you going any vegetables or any other food? Yeah. So my kids actually were growing food as well. So we, they grew a couple of sweet peppers and some uh-huh. herbs. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of the herbs got nuked by that heat too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And do they get excited about, you know, getting in the dirt and harvesting? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, for them, I mean, and part of why I had them growing food was to show them that we can grow our own food and medicine. And if we can grow these peppers and these herbs with just water and sunlight, we can grow our medicine with water and sunlight. What it does is it prevents the brainwashing that society will try to do to them about cannabis. When they see that it's just a plant and it grows just like these peppers do, how is it evil and the other isn't? Okay. Yeah. I love that. I was going to ask, like, I have a 17 month year old and how did you start to introduce? Did you try not to smoke in front of them? How subtle was that introduction into? Yeah. I mean, well, you know, my daughter, one wants to know what's the smell that she loves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It breaks your heart when you hear that. It's like, it smells so good in the garage. Like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Then also when I introduced them to CBD as well, my son, he is six. He loves CBD. <laughs> CBD loves him too. So he doesn't know that it's healthy for him, but he knows that he feels better. He's less stressed. He has less anxiety. So introducing it to them by giving it to them. Now the THC part has been a challenge for me to talk to my daughter about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I need to ingrain it in her and talk about it to her. And if she has any curiosity of trying it, please don't go to your friends. We'll do it together. (laughs) I mean, so yeah, I'm still kind of learning, but I definitely started with CBD and growing our own. Okay. That's awesome. Speaking of introduction, now you said you've been meditating for a while. Will you introduce that at all or or that type of I don't even know what to call it, but introduce that technique or 
mindfulness have you or will you (laughs) so I didn't have to introduce my daughter into it the school that she went to in first grade which was outside of our neighborhood before our neighborhood school expanded that school required um, yoga instead of PE so they had yoga twice a week which incorporated meditation as well so my daughter's been introduced to it she hates it unfortunately losing pe in lieu of meditation and yoga was not the jam <laughs> uh-uh. so i'm doing the best that i can just kind of planting those seeds but they're okay. not interested okay yeah. <laughs> understandable all right i won't try too early <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right has your consumption changed since you first started, I know me, when I first started, I just wanted to get high. I wanted to get high. I didn't care how high I got. Just get me to a different place right now. <laughs> has your consumption changed? Yeah, it definitely has evolved. So I, the goal is still to get high, but I also do it with intention and gratitude. I think sometimes we just mindlessly smoke. And I think if we talk to our bodies and say, hey, we're doing this for creativity, to relax, to mm. have some giggles and to hang with my friends and have good fellowship. I think that's important. And then I also am intentional with adding other cannabinoids outside of just THC. Okay. Have you ever experimented with any psilocybin? Any mushrooms? Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. I think that weed and psilocybin are great compliments. I think you need to have weed on hand when using mushrooms and the concept of microdosing cannabis introduced me into microdosing mushrooms as well. Mm-hmm. So I do have mushroom edibles that I keep on hand for when I'm feeling a little down or maybe super stressed out. They're perfect. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. And do you find that the high is a little bit similar or? Um, with mushrooms and Mm -hmm. cannabis. Mm -hmm. Oh no, they're so different. There's no high feeling in the sense of like cannabis high, like just that euphoria with mushrooms. I feel, um, in another world, (laughs) but if I microdose, there's no high feeling from either. Okay. Kind of taking the edge off. All right. Okay. So what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh man, to my younger self, any age, any, any age, I'm not going to restrict it to. Yeah, man, to my younger self, I would just hug her. her. Everybody thinks you're crazy right now. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) You're doing just fine. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, and when you were spitting off what someone had spoke to you about before in terms of you're not doing this, you're not this, you're not that, like, it totally resonated with me in terms of like worthiness. That's the only thing I could think of. It's like, how do we get out of that mindset? So that's dope that you got past all of that. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to hear it straight up like that. Yeah. 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 Sure. So what do you want your legacy to be? Man, I want my legacy to be that I help people take their health back into their own hands and I empowered them to change their lives and therefore it changed the world. Mm, Nice. Nice. I love that. Um, Is there anything new and exciting you'd like to share? 
Oh man, so much. 2021 is about to be a huge year. I've got apparel coming. I've got a consulting um, business that will be launched to the general public uh, booking consultations with me about, you know, picking my brain on a new product launch or what should I launch? How should I do it? And gosh, so much that I wish I could speak on, but I cannot yet. But just 2021 is going to be a huge year for my company. All right. I'm excited. Can you just share a little bit about Cannabis Cutie Education? Yeah. So there's two arms right now. We have courses. And right now the only course available is Cannabis 101, which is just a simple, easy, um, digestible way to learn about cannabis history, laws, botany, biological science, and more. And then we have a cannabis book club. We take a cannabis book. We break it down about 50 pages a week, come together on Zoom. We sesh. Um, We elevate our information and education together, and then we do it every week until we complete the book. Oh, I love that, that you just restricted to the 50 pages. That's so much more doable to say, hey, guys, go read this book and come back and have it all read. All right. Yeah, that's a lot more. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, how can people reach you? So you can follow me at the Cannabis Cutie. Please put the word the in front of Cannabis Cutie or you will find people who do things that I do not do. Um, Or you can find me at my website, thecannabiscutie.com. And I just got on Clubhouse and Twitter. Yeah. What do you think about Clubhouse? I just joined as well. I love Clubhouse. There are so many high level conversations about every topic. And for the most part, people are super respectful, even when we differ on our ideas. And I think for the cannabis industry, the conversations and the networking that's happening there is unparalleled. I haven't seen anything like that in the digital space. Nice. Nice. All right, cool. I'm going to have to use that as a tool for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, thank you for your time. I appreciate your time so much. I know it's a little early there. Are your kids, they're homeschooling? They are. One is traditional because kindergarten is either all online or traditional. And then I have one that's hybrid. So she's on campus two days a week, online three days a week. All right. Well, awesome. I thank you for your time. Um, I'm really appreciative. <laughs> thank you. It was nice talking to you. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm beyond grateful for the opportunity to share these inspirational stories with you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please support, like, subscribe, and leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. Also share it with anyone you think could use a dose of inspiration. Last but not least, please follow me on social media. You can find me at high on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay high, stay creative, people. Prisoner Project is a nonprofit coalition of cannabis industry leaders, executives, and artists dedicated to bringing restorative justice to the cannabis industry. We here at Hideas wholeheartedly support their values and believe that anyone profiting from the legal cannabis industry has a moral imperative to work towards restorative justice. 
No one, I repeat, no one should be in jail suffering from the war on drugs, which disproportionately impacts communities of color. Want to get involved? Here are some ways. Follow them on social media, subscribe to their newsletter, volunteer, donate, or join the letter writing program. Please find links to their page in the show notes.